Now this is a story all about how our life got twisted upside down, and I'd like to take a minute just to sit right here and tell you why we have a podcast live on the air. In Melbourne, Australia is where we're raids, playing video games for most of our days, hanging out, chilling, acting a fool, drinking some Slurpees down by the pool. When along comes V, and what does she say? Let's make a podcast. I said, okay, turn on the mic, and what do you hear? A show about cop rock and sea boats appeared. A few weeks later, we got video apps, getting chased by yetis and saving assless chat. Never quite know just what will happen next, making out with a cousin or just sending them a sext. Rocking up to the show a few minutes late, a cast after dark is so buffalo, mate. Some folks might say we're clinically insane, but in our defense, we're just rambling. It takes money. Oh my god, that person is walking a chicken. So anyway, me and Natasha, <laughs> we're in bed together. And there was a parrot. And we almost <laughs> kissed. Our parrot. Herpes. Herpes. Away, Seaboat. Away, Seaboat. Insane Ramblings. Hey, everyone. It's, uh, <laughs> this is Insane Ramblings. And... Uh, Today we have a very cold episode for you. <laughs> I'm your host, Ben. And this is Vicky. Or, as you may have heard, Juice Box and Prize Fighter. Was it Prize Fighter? Cage Fighter. Oh, Cage Fighter. I was like, Cock Fighter? No, <laughs> I think that's in. <laughs> yeah, Juice Box and Cage Fighter. Here we go, on the air. And I think after that intro, that's all we've got time for. Yeah, so thanks. <laughs> we might have enough time for Celebrity Heads. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> that's true. You know, we just sneak that in. It's quite a short segment. Yeah. <laughs> I just realised um, recording that episode... I accidentally said buffalo instead of yak. Yeah, I was so confused. I was like, what's buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do we make up this podcast at a buffalo wing restaurant and I well, forgot about it? Well, when we were uh, coming up with the term, uh, that's so yak, one of the other suggestions that we threw around was buffalo. Really? And I think that we decided against Did that. Did we go through the whole bovine family? Something like that. <laughs> that's so oxen? No. Do Oregon Trail. For, for whatever reason, buffalo came to mind and... Uh, I guess it fits the rhyme scheme better <laughs> in terms of syllables. So I think it stays. I'm and also, also our podcast isn't live on the air. No. Uh, in any way. <laughs> it's, it's live in the living room if you're here right now. Yeah, that's true. It, it almost had to be a, um, an episode for four. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, Vicky was referring to. We almost couldn't get the recordings to work. So we we're going to do a, just episode just for our amusement. <laughs> yeah, and the cat and the dog. Yeah. Not just us. Jeez. <laughs> No, I'm sure they'd appreciate it. Other too. people can benefit from, from this. Apparently, men are visual creatures, Ben. So I'll just point out, mm. other than the barbecue stains on my shirt, that <laughs> I'm wearing the same outfit that I was wearing in our um, Arseless Chaps video. Ah, so just for anyone who uh, wants to help visualize. Yeah, today. So. Actually, I think I am too. Really? <laughs> I've got... Um, I <laughs> I've got my uh, the same T-shirt on, but the tricky thing about that video is that we filmed it over a couple of days, and we I, had to wear the same thing twice. You made me. Yeah, but I, w- I wore two different T-shirts. Did you? They were just very similar colour. Oh my god, is that like an Easter egg? In yeah, our- there's a little behind <laughs> the scenes for you. 
<laughs> so if you notice in the second shot, oh, I guess you can't really tell, but in uh, one of the close-ups of me, when at the very start when we were standing on the bench, um, you can we shot from like the chest up, so yeah. you can't see the logo of my t-shirt, but it was different. Oh my god! So I was wearing one of the t-shirts. It was pretty impossible for me to be wearing both. <laughs> Why? You're just not trying. Well, I could wear one over the top of the other, but it seems a bit redundant. If impossible to you is wearing two t-shirts, you must have like the most astonishing life. <laughs> I heard there was a guy. You what? <laughs> I heard there was a guy who set, set the record by wearing three t-shirts once. <laughs> yeah, and a sweater. <laughs> I don't know how he did it, but I don't want to know. <laughs> no wonder this is a very cold episode. <laughs> yeah, or this t-shirt. You're Ben, one t-shirt at a time more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very cold because it's uh, raining outside and uh, it's just pretty simple, really. Yeah, it didn't take a lot of thought, did it? But out of all the episodes we hadn't used cold, we used hot, so now we've got the symmetry going. We had a lot of synonyms for, like, sexually appealing. Uh, there was, like, on. hot, sexy, romantic. <laughs> Special. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if that's what works on the ladies. <laughs> yeah, you're a very special person. <laughs> Okay. You wouldn't is like that, to be called special? Is that a line you use? Oh, I don't I don't know if I have, but I think you, would you think it sounds a bit uh you know, disabled or something? <laughs> no, I don't know. It just seems like a weird thing to say. You're very special to me or something. Yeah, no, people would write it in a greeting card. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Obviously don't spend as much time at Hallmark as you do. <laughs> Let's start the show. Okay. Just before we started recording. Uh, I was going to tell you a quick story, but then you're like, no, save it for the show. Oh, yeah. Um, what was it about? It, it was, I labeled it as the, you've got freak hearing story. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> I had freak smelling and was able to determine the brand and style of Ben's hair gel from the smell of it from the other side of the car. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. And Ben goes, I can't believe you smelled that from the other side of the car. Like you're driving like a stretch limo or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting right next to you. Yeah, we were in my Hummer as we were. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, no, it's just impressive that you could identify what the smell was and the brand of hair gel. I knew it. Yeah. When uh, I myself could not do that, having <laughs> put it on several hours yeah. earlier. Having had the benefit of knowing, exactly. you still didn't know. So this was about in year nine when uh, me and a couple of friends, Steve, Julian, and possibly our friend Sean as well, were all <laughs> hanging out. And uh, This is like the acknowledgements of the story. <laughs> Well, we've mentioned them on the show before. I'm so. not sure if Sean was there, but just in case he was, <laughs> I'll make sure he's in. He, he would want to get credit for this story, yeah, despite not exactly. being a major part of it. Um, and we're I'm all telling you this story, I'd like to acknowledge Sean. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the intro credits. Have we told the basketball story? No, I was thinking of that. We should oh, tell we that. Should tell it too. Okay, now that you've teased it, we'll, right. we'll get to that later. But... Uh, <laughs> the basketball story also featuring the same cast <laughs> just to save from time the later of. from the producers of you've got freak hearing <laughs> comes. comes the basketball story the basketball too of an emotional ride <laughs> you an love, emotional bounce you love them in this <laughs> and an emotional bounce <laughs> yeah. anyway when, when you hear the story that will make sense okay well I, I think they can put basketballs and bouncing together oh thank god <laughs> i don't know how intelligent our listeners are anyway so uh yeah we're at year nine and uh we had a school assembly and for whatever reason part of this school assembly which it might have been some like one of the year 12 um final assemblies mm. where they just kind of fuck around and um say screw you to all the teachers but not in a way that <laughs> is going to get them expelled before their exams and uh 
for whatever reason, it was kind of like a fashion show thing. And there was all these girls dressed up in uh, sports clothes, but in like really skimpy uniforms and looking all sexy like. <laughs> and uh, so we were sitting in um, like the bleachers, like way back at the back of the stadium. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you make it sound like a year 12 assembly was held at like. Madison Square Garden or something. <laughs> we had the nosebleed section of the <laughs> yeah. assembly. It was shit. No, we were, we were sitting up at the back like all the cool kids, you know. And, uh, that is not true. Your year level determined where you had to sit. Yeah, no, but I guess <laughs> if it was the year 12 assembly, usually the year 12s got the priority seats. And so if they were on the stage, then we managed to weasel yeah. our way up there. Yeah. So, you know, we were doing that and uh, all the hot sports chicks were started strutting, strutting around. Straddling so, well, around? What are you thinking about? That happened later. I, I don't <laughs> want to get ahead of myself. Uh, I'm really drawing this out because there's not much going on. <laughs> oh, <here>. really? <laughs> Maybe but you should have just told me off air. Just picture the bleachers, all right? They okay. were pretty sweet. They were, they were yellow? Yeah. But So uh, little did we know one of these uh, chicks was heading straight towards us. <gasps> so this uh, tennis chick comes like walking up the steps to the bleachers. And, mm. and lucky for us... She happened to walk down our row. Yeah. And, you know, she was looking quite hot and had a short skirt. And so we were quite enjoying her walking past our row. And so we were talking about tennis chick or whatever later in the day. And uh, a couple of weeks later, we're walking around, um, just around campus. And she walks past and she walks, like, away, away. (laughs) (laughs) And Steve, like, goes to the whole group, hey, it's tennis chick. (laughs) Like, first of all, we could probably already work that out for ourselves. (laughs) And um, second of all, it's not as good when she's not wearing the outfit. She just looks like a normal person. Yeah, but I guess in year nine, you're like, you got to hang on to whatever memories that you can get. <laughs> yeah, she she did look like a normal person in high school outfit, but... Um, was that in the National Geographic? Steve was just... Was ma- pre-internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steve was trying to make this known. And <laughs> she turns around and she'd walked like a fair bit away from us by that time. And she's like... I heard that or something <laughs> along those lines. And then Steve yells back at her, just like in complete, uh, you know, defensive mode. You've got freak hearing. <laughs> Thank God you guys didn't hook up with her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she would have thought about that, but it's just like, like we could have just been like, yeah, good work, tennis chick yeah, or whatever. But no, but like, completely no. defensive. Stop hearing so good. Let's make sure we have no more contact with her ever again. (laughs) And as for the basketball story, Mm. I think this was about the same time, about year nine. We, I don't want to confuse you, same group. (laughs) Same people. Maybe Sean, maybe not. (laughs) No, he was definitely there. Oh, wow. Okay. We're walking around uh, and at at the front of our school, there's like these massive steps, which are basically like big rock steps and they lead up to the main office and there's no one around in sight we're like the only four people for whatever reason it seems a bit weird on this is like 28 days later stuff yeah exactly there was a zombie apocalypse and uh, unbeknownst to us we were just strutting around school <laughs> i know pretty lame considering there's just been apocalypse and uh, then just like out of nowhere this bounce the uh, this basketball just starts bouncing down the steps <laughs> perfectly in timed so when we get to the bottom of the steps just with our normal walking pace it bounces and rolls right at my feet and so i'm like when it's halfway down the stairs i'm like oh that's that's my basketball i love how it's a familiar basketball 
and then I pick it up. <laughs> well, I don't understand. How did you rec- Don't they all look the same? No, it was like no. white and blue or whatever. I was going to say, that's got to be my basketball. It's orange. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, c- I could recognize the colors and like maybe the logo or whatever. And the guys were like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever. And um, one of us picks it up and on it, it's got perfectly written Ben Moore year five, 1998 or whatever it is. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck? Because they just thought I was fucking around. I'm like, no, seriously, this is not a basketball. basketball. I had brought to school four years earlier this ball for just to muck around with for the day and it got lost somewhere playing PE or like bounced onto the roof or whatever. Hadn't seen it for four years and then just out of nowhere it just is bouncing down the <laughs> stairs perfectly to me. There's no one around to have thrown the ball down the stairs. There's no one like... Maybe we're thinking it could have like come off the roof yeah, or like something. Blown off the roof. But it seemed like very unlikely, <laughs> and there's no one else around, even like in sight, to <laughs> question about what the hell happened. We thought like, because the office is up there, maybe someone could have rolled it down the stairs. But who is going? Oh, there's Ben and his group <laughs> of friends. I'll just, I'll just roll, roll it. Fall to them. Yeah, and just like slink away before <laughs> he notices. Notice. I'll just assume he gets it. It was like I don't what, want any payoff. <laughs> Yeah, it was like the Good Samaritan times. I think it was the bad thief. And he just felt guilty. Yeah, they keep seeing you around. They felt really bad. They're like, maybe I can just bounce it down the stairs back to him. He'll think he's (laughs) just come back. Yeah, it was like one of the freakiest things that ever happened to me. Oh, your ball saw you and got free of the thief. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I still have no idea how it managed to perfectly uh, end up at uh, where we were. Because if, if we hadn't have been there as well, it would have rolled down the hill like onto the main road and never been seen again. <laughs> so if we weren't there to stop it and we were the only people there that could have, it wouldn't have come back to me. Maybe this is like that urban legend you were telling me about the man blowing into the neighbor's house. The yeah. ball was like, it's all over. And then you were there to save it and be like, ball, you've come home. We it, love you. Do you want to explain that urban legend now that you've No, you up? can. <laughs> this is just going to be the Ben show. Why are you even here? <laughs> There's an urban legend that um, some guy was committing suicide and he jumps off the roof of his apartment block and it's either a hotel or a series of apartments and uh, as he jumps off, a gust of wind blows him into the level below. So that's what I was thinking with your basketball, kind of like... So he doesn't die. Is a basketball thought. adaptation. It's a wonderful basket. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and uh, Vicky reenacted this urban legend with DVDs just before the show. I did. It was amazing. Oh my God. Not worth telling. Official <laughs> gag, but it was amazing. I dropped some DVDs off a shelf, and then they landed perfectly in a stack on the next shelf down. And the uh, as uh, not worth telling motto continues telling it anyway. I told it anyway. <laughs> That's the first fifteen minutes of the show. <laughs> like I've got a half amusing story. Maybe we should uh, change our motto. We've seen ramblings, not worth telling. But we'll tell <laughs> we'll it anyway. Say it anyway. <laughs> Isn't that usually the like definition of insane ramblings? Yeah, but now people have some good anecdotes about my life that they can pass off as yeah, their own. Yeah, exactly. You are welcome to insert your friends' names in any of those stories. <laughs> Especially Sean, as he seems to be interchangeable and not <laughs> yeah. really relevant. Especially Sean. You could definitely switch him out for yeah. one of your friends' names. But if you Easily. are, in fact, tennis chick, let us know. <laughs> yeah. She can probably hear us podcasting right now. For her, it is a live show. <laughs> <laughs> or any other chicks who just happen to enjoy tennis. We'll, we'll hear from you as well. <laughs> or even if you don't really like tennis that much, Ben's still interested. Chicks, call me. <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> Do you ever have this? I'm not even that fussy about <laughs> chicks. <No. laughs> 
I'm just lonely. I want some human contact. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be human. A robot will do. Or just a voice recording of a human. Doesn't even have to be a real one. Just give me that man that tells the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the third stroke. How did you know what I was doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm too cheap to see a counsellor of any kind. I just call up the time guy and I'm like, <laughs> I'm having some problems with my family. <laughs> like, call children's hotline. Like... No, put me through to the clock guy. <laughs> the clock guy tells you. <laughs> Do you ever have those situations, speaking of freak hearing, where you're on high alert? I'm always on high alert. Oh, I'm well, hypervigilant to yes. the slightest <laughs> thing. Really? Not really. I just boosted your wallet. <laughs> you bitch. The um, joke's on you. I don't have a wallet. Then whose wallet is dun, dun, this? Dun. <laughs> um... Yeah, the other day I had to carry $1,000 like two shops down from the bank to the travel agent <laughs> and I was seriously like special agenting it. <laughs> I was like, had the arms out, like eyes open and like doing this sketchy look around the street. Why were you paying for a flight in cash? Um, to avoid the surcharge, oh, but not okay. the stress apparently <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I to, bought on myself. You have to uh, pay that surcharge in shortening your life from stress <laughs> Carrying large sums of money. For some reason, I bought my car in cash and I got the cash out the night before and I like slept with it under my pillow. It was the worst night's sleep ever. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you telling me about this and um, it's the kind of thing where you have to check every five seconds that yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's still there. That I always get that with concert tickets. Oh, they're bad. You have them for like usually several months before the actual concert and then that's okay. But then the day of the concert, you're like... Got to carry them lost. around, yeah. <laughs> so they're not in that same spot where they were for the last three months. And so every two seconds, I'm checking my pocket or my bag or whatever it is, and then counting them, make sure I've still got all of them. <laughs> like it, it, I'd just be so pissed if I went to. So all you this. do understand high alert. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I've got uh, Metallica tickets next week. I will be feeling your pain. See, I feel like for some reason, and other people must know. It's like, hey, thousands of dollars over here. <laughs> Yeah, you think everyone's on you? Yeah. Everyone, everyone's <laughs> know, watched you take know. it out of the bank and the uh, poised to jump you on the... Like, I tried to act natural, but I really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, hey, would you like to... Like, get away from get me! Get away from me, yeah. Every gust of wind was like a thief's hand <laughs> <laughs> brushing against my vulnerable purse. <laughs> it can't defend itself, Ben. It just goes with anyone. Fair enough, fair enough. I thought of a restaurant idea. Hear me out on this. I think we can build on this. Go on. Well, you know how we have pretty indecisive friends. Do I? Do you? Yeah, I do. Especially, <laughs> especially um, uh, my sister at restaurants. She doesn't like to um, when when the drinks. You have to usually order your drinks early on, mm. and by then you usually haven't had that much time to look at a drinks menu or anything like yeah. that. And so, where I usually just go with something simple like a Coke or whatever. Like I kind of know what I'm getting beforehand. She likes mm. to, you know, take her time and look at the menu. Um, when the waiter comes around to ask for the drink, she hasn't made up her mind and then feels that extra stress. Oh, it's like... It's like I have to panic and quickly make, make up, up my, my decision in right 10 now. seconds. Yeah. So uh, it's the same kind of thing with the meals, but at least you get a little more time with that usually. Yeah, that's true. But they always seem to come and you still don't know. Like, I've never had the waiter come at the time that I was ready. That's because you're probably the indecisive person. <laughs> probably. Are we, are we talking indecisive just in terms of restaurants or indecisive in life? Well, just generally speaking, but we'll start with restaurants. How did you know this was about restaurants? Because you mentioned it two seconds ago. Oh, did I really? 
amnesia much? <laughs> Obviously. Mm. What? <laughs> Why am I laughing? You're about to tell a bit. <laughs> oh. Well, basically, I think my idea is simple and speaks for itself. It's a restaurant named You're Having This. And they've only got like one item on the menu or... There's no menu. Why would you need a menu? But, okay, but how does this work? Is there... Um, is everyone having the same thing or they see someone coming into the restaurant and assign them a no, dish? No, you just get assigned a dish as you walk in, a dish and a drink, and you're having this, that's it. But but there's multiple possibilities. So what do they decide on? Just gut instinct or...? Yep, just when you walk in, you get assigned a dish. You're having this. But is it... Uh, like, I feel that there should be... Um, some system to this like no there's no system ben but does the waiter get to choose or is it randomly generated or is it like a numbers game so every 10th person gets the same (laughs) meal um does it matter when you said you came up with an idea for a restaurant (laughs) did you come up with that well because originally it It sounds like you came up with a name of a restaurant (laughs) well originally it was just everyone was having the same meal oh okay so well that's what i was trying to get at so everyone has one meal what's your one meal going to be I don't know. It's not you are indecisive. <laughs> I'm not the one deciding this. I'm the one who wants to go to your having this. Well, maybe we should have um, theme nights. So every Tuesday is like taco night. No, because then you have to choose what night you're going to go. There's choice again being involved. Okay, so... The tyranny of choice, Ben. That will be my spin-off restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people are going to get sick of... Um, once they've been to you're having this, <laughs> like, they're like, oh, we could go again next week. I'm like, oh, I, I already had that. Thing. Well, maybe we could switch it up. So, like, once a week or something. Yeah, I guess, like, each month it changes. That's still a long time. You want, like, repeat business, I think. Like do, you, if do you go to the same restaurant more than once a month? Not me, but people in the area might. Do they? I think if you... Who are these people? Well, I go, like, on my, <laughs> on my lunch breaks at work, I often go to the same place for lunch. Really? Well, you've got to eat somewhere. There's only a limited amount of places. That's very zen. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like I'm like, oh, I've been to every single one of these places. I'm not going back to any of them. You've ruined your having this. So, I thought it was a great idea. No, but maybe like, do you think once a week or once a fortnight is better than once All a right, week? All right, we can go for once a fortnight. It changes. So just give me one dish that you're going to serve. <laughs> what's, the, what's the first week's <laughs> the dish? First week. Hmm, what do you think? Do you have any ideas? Well, I like lots of food, but I'm also... Fussy. You're open to suggestions. Uh, suggestions. It, Italian always goes down well with me. Yeah, I guess we could go for a little Italian. You're so indecisive. I know. It's you really can't hard. Even, you can't, can't even decide. open this restaurant. No. <laughs> I need someone else to be in charge of your having this. So you just like the uh, idea of that. But why, why can't you just go with someone who uh, picks what you're going to eat? No, that's annoying because last time that I did that and you stole my meal and that's where you're having this came from. Because <laughs> <laughs> getting other people to choose your meal isn't safe. Yeah, but, but I think you're having this could become like a whole franchise. Like Maybe. you're wearing this. <laughs> you're listening <laughs> Bran- to this. So branch off into other areas. Yeah. I think uh, you're listening to this. That could just be um, a spin-off podcast of Insane Response. <laughs> you're listening to this, in case you're not aware. Yeah. You're reading this. But There's the, so many possibilities. The, the problem with you're listening to this is they still have to seek out things to listen to before they listen to it. Like... It's not like you just go to a uh, a room where you're listening to this is playing. No, you go to, <laughs> you go to the shop and there's one CD. 
Oh, so it's like a, it's like a sanity, but a really shit sanity. Yeah, <laughs> no variety. That's right. See, I think it works for meals. I'm not so sure about. <laughs> it works for music or clothes. Yeah, I don't mind you Clo- wearing this. Clothes. Maybe if we um, go with the giant silver one piece, like in the future. <laughs> yeah, I see. You're you're wearing the you're blanking this is the way of the future. Look at the future. What are they doing? All wearing the same thing yeah. and eating the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Um, Oh, there's, there's You're blanking this. I saw the future with this idea. <laughs> You're fucking this. Like, <laughs> Why do I have to come in on dog week? <laughs> Isn't every week dog week? Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. What's your sex life like? Poor Yoda. <laughs> Being Ben's dog, by the way. No, I'm, 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 I got a Jedi. Not fucking this you will. I just think that you're having this would be a great restaurant for the indecisive. Yeah, I like you. Yeah. And not a good restaurant to start by the indecisive, yes. obviously. <laughs> Needs to be started by the decisive for the indecisive. So are you willing to give up the... It's not um, one of those like kids for kids projects. <laughs> it's decisive for indecisive. Are you willing to give up the rights to your having this just so someone else can make this No, point? someone else can make the, ma- the like management decisions, but I'll be CEO. <laughs> okay, that seems like the one position you don't want to be in in this industry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll we take ne- care of like the money and then making it. <laughs> we need someone in the, who can make the tough decisions. Like, don't look too <laughs> That's why I've got decision, McGee. Well, speaking of decisions, a few weeks ago, you asked me a rather tough hypothetical. Oh yeah, that's right. Basically, me and Ben, I asked Ben if he would like to switch lives with Hamish Blake. Oh, this, is, this was the fame. worst conversation ever. So dumb. <laughs> and you said no, you wouldn't. No, I, I, I wouldn't want to switch lives with anybody because the question that the way you posed it is that I wouldn't remember my previous life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You so would just switch with Amish. It's basically, why would I change lives with anyone unless my life was complete shit if I couldn't remember <laughs> how shit it used to be? Well, then we said that I, you could remember, so we changed it. Yeah. And then you... And I still said no, because I wouldn't want to have to <laughs> hang out with Hamish's friends. <laughs> like, as as good as they might be, his friends and his girlfriend and stuff, I probably would still miss my own friends yeah. and my <laughs> girlfriend. Like, I would get jealous when I saw Hamish hanging out with Natasha. Yeah, and the, that was the, the subsequent part of the hypothetical was that he would go into my body. Yeah, and so, so therefore be dating your girlfriend and yeah. get jealous. And so I'm like, well... I, it just seems weird all right, <laughs> which I guess is the point. But it just seems like uh, I would probably still go back and hang out with Alex and you. <laughs> yeah, and then he just looked like Hamish. Yeah, Frank. and so I, nothing would have changed. My, my appearance isn't uh, the part that I wanted to get Hamish for. <laughs> Ooh, take that, Hamish Blake. He knows I'm more attractive than him. Because basically, it started off with who would you rather switch lives with, Hamish or Andy, and then you're like neither. Yeah, because I, I well, I said. I'd Andy, choose Andy for looks. Hamish, I, he's probably got um, comedic sensibilities. But Andy, Andy for looks and his girlfriend yeah. was what I decided. But anyway, we, after that conversation, well, hang on. Do, would you want to switch lives with Hamish? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, and hang out with his friends? Yeah, it'd be fun. But his housemates and stuff kind of sound like slobs as well. <laughs> That's okay. All right. I'm pretty slobby. You could fit in with them. <laughs> so we ended up uh, asking the question, would you be, rather be rich or boring and humorless, or one of the funniest people in the world. Yeah. 
It was like top 2,000 funniest people. Which, which to me sounded like a stupid number as well. But there's not that many. There's like there's a lot of people in the world. Top 2,000 is pretty funny, I reckon. But it depends from whose perspective as well. From everyone's. You're hysterical to everyone. But like two 2,000, like that just kind of means I'll be the hit of the party. Yeah. And like, like every party. But, like, I would just be, like, a stand-up comic <laughs> or something when I'm going to every party. Yeah, you'll be the head of the party. Or um, you can have as much money as you like, but you will have no sense of humour. Like, you won't get jokes. <laughs> yeah, that was the other part of the conversation was that you wouldn't just be humourless. <laughs> you you wouldn't, wouldn't get jokes. So you wouldn't not just be able to tell jokes, but you, if someone made a joke... Uh, hang on. If someone made a joke, you would be, like... I don't get it. Why is that funny? Yeah, you wouldn't get it. You, you wouldn't even say, why is that funny? Because funny is not a concept that you understand. Yeah, you just stare blankly at someone and <laughs> probably leave after a while. <laughs> yeah. Or, and then there, wasn't it like, or you could be the most attractive man in the world? Oh, okay. So we can say that as well. Yeah, so it's like the most attractive man in the world or the richest man in the world. But in either of those cases, you wouldn't understand jokes. Yeah. <laughs> so you have the ability to get like, you're really, really good looking. But I think if with... Um, that level of attractiveness uh you can get riches yeah well you could with that level of like funny as well probably yeah so that was my point so i'd probably prefer um comedy over money because i could use my comedy to make money potentially but you can't be certain yeah and but if i was um rich and boring so what could someone buy your sense of humor for like you wouldn't understand jokes for what cost um, what do you mean? Like, is there something you would give up your sense of humor for? Oh, it just in, instead of um, money and that. Yeah. Um, the ability to wear two t-shirts at once. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. Only, I'll, I'll dream the dream. <laughs> um, it would have to be something like almost supernatural, like maybe the ability to fly. Or so something. you would, for the ability to fly, you would fly places and not get jokes. <laughs> Why fly anywhere? <laughs> I do not to hear more jokes. I, I, do, <laughs> I do like flying. I'm glad I can fly because I can get here quicker to hear your jokes. <laughs> if I was walking, <laughs> that would fill in a lot more of my day. Well, I don't know. Would, is there anything that you would trade the ability to get jokes? I don't think so. I think I was saying that I would prefer to be funny out of all of them. Yeah, I think I would too. Like flying and stuff would be pretty good. But if you just like watch just a comedy anything a comedy show or um like some stand-up and it's just like <laughs> it's staring blankly and like i don't see the pe- appeal <laughs> you just feel like the most serious person in the I world know. it's so funny i love to think about it <laughs> there's so many situations i feel like i've got a um in color coming on of just uh, uh of the just man that humor forgot humorless bob <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we should say do that in college. Just Jerry Seinfeld on the TV and like, and what's the deal with airline food? You're like, it's delicious. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what is the deal with airline food? <laughs> I never thought about it, Joe. <laughs> Surely you pay for it through your ticket price. That's probably the deal there. <laughs> I got a good deal on airline food once. What? <laughs> Two for the price of one. <laughs> He's like, no, it just it's all small and in the sky or just ah forget it <laughs> <laughs> give it up <laughs> speaking of work what's the first thing you do when you walk in the door at work tell the truth firstly nice no. segue <laughs> where we were talking about work <laughs> or oh, um the first thing that we we're talking about uh, hang on 
Uh, obviously, I think the first person that anyone does... The first person that anyone does at work? Yeah, or dream. You? <laughs> <laughs> or dream. I thought it was going to be yourself. No, I was just trying to think of a made-up name that I couldn't possibly... <laughs> be someone at work. Yeah. You show up on Monday <laughs> and, and all dreams like, I, I heard your show. Yeah, we've, funny. Got a, we've got a new employee. I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Audrey. Come to the bathroom with me where I'm going to check my hair. <laughs> Fortunately, her boyfriend is humorless Bob uh, and doesn't really listen to the show much. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, no, I do go to the bathroom and check my hair. Is that the first The first thing you do when you walk in the door is check your hair? Well, one of, it's, it's in the first couple of minutes. <laughs> One of those things that... Uh, it was such a shocking revelation. I felt it should be front page news. But how's my, how's my hair today? Just Vicky? Man, chicks hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's because I've um, gone through days at work where I wouldn't see myself in the mirror until like midway through the day. Mm. And then I realized all day that my hair looks shit house and <laughs> just no one mentioned anything. Have you noticed that no Australian can say shit house with a H in it? <laughs> it's shit house. Shit house. <laughs> I think Actually, I don't think anyone but Australians describes things as shithouse. Yeah, because what true. is that? I think it was like a full frontal thing. Oh, was it? They used to. There was a guy who always said things were shithouse. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought they were crap. I thought the full frontal guy always said crap all the time. I think most of their comedy just came from guys that used a swear word as a catchphrase. Because <laughs> I can't understand. Like, how is shithouse a derogatory term? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, isn't it like slang for the bathroom or something like an ah, outhouse okay I was thinking it was just like a poorly designed house no no it's a okay. house where you actually shit <laughs> okay that makes much more sense or possibly a house entirely made of shit that's what I was thinking it was like this is akin to a poorly designed house <laughs> no <laughs> no but anyway um, yeah I don't want to go through like you know hours of my day with people coming up asking me favours or to do jobs and then halfway I'm like oh you look uh, you look like you just woke up or whatever because <laughs> Like I could be on the train and wearing my hoodie if it's cold and it messes up my hair looking like, you know, a retarded person or whatever. So you don't have enough hair advisors? No, I don't I don't have someone that's going to be like, oh, morning, oh, what's going on with your hair? <laughs> I'm glad I don't have someone like that. But I guess it Good makes... Good morning, what's going on with your hair? But like, it would, you'd feel self-conscious. But then if something seems out of place, you'd be like, oh, thanks, hair, hair advisor Joe. <laughs> so you're making a call to the men of the world, obviously, a plea to the men of the world. Band together, point out well, the does, hair of your neighbor. Does it have to be the men of the world? It can be... The 11th commandment. It could, the women could point out my hair. <laughs> it's not so much pointing out your hair. That wouldn't help <laughs> that much. But it's right there. But thanks. <laughs> good, good to know that I didn't become bald suddenly on the way to work. <laughs> So apparently you had two excellent hairstyles this week. <laughs> well, <laughs> one, one of um, the, the on Tuesday. <laughs> you remember the specific day? It was Tuesday morning, 11 a.m. <laughs> I, I went to uh, do my regular hair check. <laughs> and it was a bit of a combination between um, some kind of 80s synth pop band and Bill Compton from True Blood. <laughs> where, where the fringe so kind of... So you had like the sides up. Like Teen Werewolf style. And then the front like, down, but on an angle to a point. Yeah. And it was not intentional, but <laughs> I let it ride. I love that. That's my favorite part. We're like, oh, yeah, why not? This works. But then the day after, it was an unfortunate <laughs> square face incident. <laughs> where I Did you look like a Lego man? Something like that. And so I tried <laughs> to fix it with, uh, with a bit of water. But so you was went through the day with wet Lego hair. 
I, I guess like it, it wasn't wet the whole day <laughs> like I just tried to fix it but to no avail oh no so the hair check was no use indeed and Shit. uh but see like I, that's the worst case scenario <laughs> I got back from um my, WCS. Lunch, my lunch break uh one day last week and I had like bottle brush all through my hair what yeah i don't know why where's bottle brush all of a sudden <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like <laughs> this is the kind of thing that i need hairy joe to check me out on <laughs> obviously the trees had tried to do what other men wouldn't <laughs> exactly and see if failed if i had have you know left it for half a day someone could have been like does Ben know that he's got bottle brush? He must. <laughs> he wouldn't just wear it like that. <laughs> he must be excited about the first day of spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just being very festive. <laughs> well, at my mum's work, there's been a new rule. No bottle brush? <laughs> no bottle brush. Even better, no one in the office is now allowed to have doors. What does that mean? Like, no, none of the offices have doors. It seems like a very easy place to rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's a front door, but everyone else's office doesn't have a door. And so her boss's walls don't go all the way to the roof. Why? I don't know. So what was the reason for elimination of doors? Nobody knows. But I was thinking, like, his, her boss is, like, a doctor, not like a medical doctor, PhD doctor. Mm. So I can just imagine him sitting in his office, like, I'm 53 years old. I have a wife, three children. I earned myself a PhD. <laughs> When is it that I get a motherfucking door? <laughs> like, what do I have to do? But are you saying that he had a door and it was mysteriously removed? Everyone had doors and then the missive went out. Door no more. Wait, <laughs> reserve that for my band name. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> How bad is that? And his office roof, his, he knows he's, sorry, his office walls no longer go to the roof. So you can see like his bald head floating around doing oh, so tasks. It's not like they didn't go to the roof always. There was suddenly like a mysterious piece of wall missing. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a hilarious prank. <laughs> well, I was thinking of all the pranks I would pull if I wasn't allowed to have a door. Like, I wouldn't mime my way in and out of my office. <laughs> like, Marcel Marceau. <laughs> or um, Dogville or something. Yeah. And every time someone come in, I'd be like, close the door behind you. Refuse to talk to them till they to, You have to knock on uh, the door before you go. Yeah, exactly. But, so or act astonished when they just walk through it. Like, I didn't realise they <laughs> left that open. Or you could just leave them uh, waiting for a little while and <laughs> pretend not to notice them. Or like I'd put up a big poster of a door on my door hole. <laughs> but it's not like even like a door hole. You'd have to get one of those... Um, no, there's a door frame. Yeah, but like where are you going to put a poster? <laughs> Over the door frame. You, you need one of those... Um, a beaded curtains or something <laughs> that has the door printed on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. The ultimate irony. How come no one's ever done that? <laughs> it's uh, the newest in office uh, fashion. Or I'd get like a framed photo of a of a door and put it up on my wall and just spend hours staring at it, wistfully <laughs> looking at it, yeah, reminiscing about or the old photos days. of you walking through various doors, yeah. <laughs> posing. <laughs> Here I am opening a door and. Prague. Just make a, a mural entitled The Good Old Days. <laughs> days of you opening and closing your door. And then another door no more mural. <laughs> it's just like a series of sad expressions and blank hallways. <laughs> and my mum's desk has been moved. <laughs> so now there was two places you could choose in the office. Yeah. You could either um, face the wall or a steel pole. <laughs> Which did she choose? <laughs> I know, me and mum debated the various pros and cons. 
I'd say the wall because maybe you could put something on the wall. Yeah, she went steel pole. What, what benefits has the steel pole brought her so far? <laughs> well, apparently like... An impromptu stripper drops by. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I got the front row. Yes. And also their desks are now bolted to the floor. What happened? <laughs> Did know. someone like maybe... Well, maybe someone ran off with the door. Yeah, and then they're like, we've got to bolt down everything else. <laughs> And obviously the view is giving the employees ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you're saying that the boss's um, walls don't even go, like not to the it's ceiling. It's not like cubicle height either. It's like just enough that you can see his like disembodied bald head yeah, floating that's, around. That's like, that's not, that's even funnier. Like it's not, it's not just not quite hitting the ceiling. It's not even barely covering no. anything. <laughs> I think I've got a higher cubicle than that. Yeah, I know. How funny is it? Like, you can see his head floating around, like, just the top of it. It's so <laughs> stupid. And they've bolted the back door shut. What? Definitely door theft, I think. There's something weird going on. <laughs> but here's an actual speaking of work segue. Oh, yeah? We've got, like, these uh, hallways at work where... Doors? Mm, there's doors adjacent to the hallway. Okay. Or... Yeah, coming off the hallway. <laughs> we have doors. Oh, okay. Jealous. <laughs> I've seen With the door, all right. <laughs> I know what a door looks like. <laughs> I've got several door opening experience. Anyway, um, walking down the hall, they're all quite long. Yeah. And so you've got a lot of time where if you need to get to one side of the building or someone coming to your, your hair, way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On my trudge down these uh, corridors every day, there's always the kind of thing where you're like, got someone who's going to come towards you. But it's just that little bit too long to just politely, um, like, either, you know, acknowledge oh, each other. I know exactly what you mean. Like, when you're walking down a really straight road and you see someone far enough away... Yeah, that you recognise. That you recognise them, but you can't say hello yet. Because exactly. then it's like, what do we do? Awkwardly keep walking. You could, you could wave from, like, one end, but then you still got this lingerer. Like the rest of, like, looking at each other. Like, you feel like you should start dancing or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to keep the show going. Or you could, like, yell hello from, like, the other end. <laughs> but then what? But then there's still, like, a awkward, like, 20 steps that you've got to somehow <laughs> yeah. fill. So um, I've taken note. There's, like, a few techniques that people use. And then maybe you can help me come up with something else to okay. fill. So there's the. Well, uh, I said dance. I feel like I should. I feel like I need to keep the show going. Like I need to give them something else to look at. Like you, like a moonwalk down to the other end or something. Or you do the quick shuffle like down to them so you can like talk to them while you're there. So you say hello and so then yeah, try and get quick enough. In in these situations, like it's just people in my office, so it's I'm not. I don't really need to talk to them. I just need to <laughs> get to where I'm going. They need to get where we're going. We can see each other all day. May I suggest not thinking so hard about this problem? <laughs> it's more fun this way. <laughs> so like, there's the hallway smirk. Yeah. We're just like, ah, oh, you, okay. yeah, you. There's uh, the look around where you kind of pretend that you don't, don't see each see other. Don't see them yet, but there's and nothing else to look at. No, there's nothing. There's some doors. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was just thinking what it would be like in an office with no doors. You can you can both kind of look around, and then when you get like close to each other, act surprised and be like, "Oh, it's oh you. hey, it's you! You didn't look like you from half a meter away. Yeah, <laughs> your features change. <laughs> You're like the hypercolor T-shirt of people. <laughs> there's the look down, or you can just like don't make eye contact with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can check your phone. So yeah, it's just like, the uh, phone check. I'm the cool guy. I'm looking busy playing some Angry Birds or whatever. Yeah. 
or uh, you can just bail. <laughs> <laughs> just like dash into a cubicle or <laughs> boss's doorless office. See, I just, <laughs> I just say, oh, that's why they put them in. <laughs> to eradicate awkwardness. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we need like a series of um, like a maze. Like bunkers? The way <laughs> you, you can... Um, See, I was thinking like you can pop up from behind one, say hello and then scuttle to the other, like paintball style. Yeah, we, we've got that. <laughs> like do like recon. An office block would be a pretty cool place to do a paintball match. I reckon it would be amazing fun. We, in France, we did um, paintball around our university. Yeah, that would be cool. So fun. Did you have to like clean up or not break shit because <laughs> I, could, I could see a lot of uh, awesomeness being had until the next day you're like uh, <laughs> this is gonna suck yeah why do I have to sit on the rifle butt <laughs> yeah exactly they got some weird punishments in France huh <laughs> also rifle butt is the, <laughs> is the cute nickname of this guy <laughs> <laughs> oh sweet <laughs> it's quite a double entendre that was his uh, Jersey Shore nickname yeah <laughs> old <laughs> rifle butt Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that we should uh, probably mention on the show one of these days. Mm. This day being now. Oh, good. Back on the chain gang. I was just, I've got that on my show notes too. Well, because you're like, we should mention, mention that on the, the show. show. <laughs> and I checked my calendar and we did in fact mark today as the day that we would tell everyone about it back on the chain gang feud. I'm glad. So why don't you start us off? Well, basically me and Ben were walking down the street and we walked under, I don't know, we walked past a shop. I think it was playing back on the chain gang by the pretenders. And so I go to my This friend. was this was several years oh, ago. Oh, this well. was maybe two thousand and four. Okay. I would say. So I go to Ben, oh, whenever I hear this song, it always reminds me of Daniel. And Ben, like really like sardonically or not even no, that's not the right word. Cynically, no. Disbelievingly. <laughs> this just this so many eh? The mad synonyms. lib of <laughs> how much I <laughs> believe this. It was like how often do you hear this song? And I was like, wow. <laughs> but why does it remind you of Daniel? I don't even know. Oh. I can't remember. It was six years ago. You didn't have like your last prom dance with <laughs> back on the chain gang? We had our first kiss, did that? Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's Just ironic. Weirdly I'm kiss Daniel. unromantic. Yeah. <laughs> he asked me to marry him <laughs> while I was playing. <laughs> You're like, if this is how I'm going to spend my marriage, probably not. Um, yeah, so you're like, oh, how often do you hear this song? And then two steps later, we walked underneath McDonald's and they were playing it there. And yeah, I was like, ha, like in you your face. Son of a bitch. All the time. And so ever since then, I've been like, how often do I hear it, eh? But it wasn't one of those situations where it was the same no, radio station or whatever. It, it was long enough time that that song would have finished and that somewhere else it started playing. Yeah, so now every time I hear Back on the Chain Gang, I ring Ben. Or text me or whatever. Or find some way to make him aware that I've heard so it I, again. I still don't even really know the song. <laughs> but my, uh, my impressions of it are basically um, bad other end of the phone recordings <laughs> of it. You had so many voicemail messages of just that. Yeah, exactly. They were just like, what's going on? They're like, brrr. <laughs> Hey Ben, it's back on the chain gang. Like, oh, okay. okay. I have to wait to that to that part to see where this is well, going. Now I don't even bother because I know that if you hear music on the phone, <laughs> you're just aware that it's back on the chain gang. Yeah, so I'm uh, painfully aware every time Vicky hears this. Yeah, song. I'm like, how many times do I hear it? You're gonna know exactly how many. <laughs> and so if you're like me and still don't really understand, I'll uh, put it at the end of the show. It's a surprising amount as well. I found out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's way too frequently. It's yeah. been going on for like six, six years, years now. <laughs> I'm never going to give it up, Ben. <laughs> you Have you ever regretted one comment you've made so much other than let's do a podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. That's all I wanted to hear. You know how uh, Subway 
have cleverly uh, jumped on the marketing bandwagon and labelled eating their- fresh things. Yeah, where do they, where do they get? <laughs> do you off? know what people hate? Mouldy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's so many stupid things out there. Like, what's the other one? For a, for an unlimited time only. Oh, okay. Mm. So this won't go on till the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Or like limited tickets. Like, okay, damn it. There's not infinity of this product. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the I hate that, that for a limited time only. Anyway, go on. <laughs> anyway, as well as eating fresh, they've also uh, marketed their uh, employees as sandwich artists, yeah. not, not just you know sandwich makers or <laughs> you know sweatshop employees. Well, maybe they thought sandwich maker was like too high up. <laughs> it's like they're not the almighty of sandwiches. <laughs> I thought artist sounds better than maker. Really? It's like artist sounds like you're a, a perfectionist or a professional. Like it's. <laughs> Does that mean when you leave, you're the artist formerly known as? <laughs> the artist formerly known as Subway Joe. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was wondering that maybe we should, you know, do that for the podcasting world. Oh, okay. And think of something that... Um, Instead of like presenter. Yeah, or just like podcast or whatever. Something boring. We can mix it up. Well, I think Scatman's good. <laughs> he was from another galaxy. That big bop a bop a bop guy? <laughs> yes. bop 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 I can do a mashup of Scatman yeah. and podcast back on Scatman. The chain gang I like that. Podcast Scatman. What about um, what about podcast hero? Oh, too far. What Godcaster? <laughs> no, because that sounds like you're fishing for God. What do you mean? Oh, like, like a, a casting a net? Yeah, out trying to catch the gods. <laughs> what, what does Scott, Scatman have to do with podcast? I don't know. Nothing. It just sounds cool. He's from another galaxy. Okay, Ben and Vicky. Scatman. <laughs> Scatman. Scatman. That sounds scary. They sound things like they do bad things to your family, the Scatman. Scatman. I think there's another in colour in that. <laughs> also, isn't scat like Australian slang for poop? Yup. <laughs> yup. I was telling this story to my friend. We're not friends. We hardly know each other, actually. But that's okay. <laughs> About how, like... Some things, even though both countries speak English, it crosses the divide and is completely incomprehensible. Like what? Well, when I was in France, um, I said to my lecturers... Just wondering, do French people speak English now? (laughs) Yeah, no, this is to English speakers. Mm -hmm. I was talking about how I was trying to phone one of my lecturers back here. And so to try and get someone on the phone in Australia, it's common slang to say, I'm trying to get on to... Uh, okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to get onto my lecturer. And they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like frowned upon? I was like, no. I <laughs> <laughs> usually just die. Or... Yeah, and then he, he's ready. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like um, uh, I used to have a T-shirt from uh, the clothing store in Canada, Roots. I have a great Roots story. Oh, go on. Well, apparently back in England, anyway, where for this guy's from. Just Sorry. to preface this, uh, for those who don't know, in Australia, Roots means to have sex yeah um or get on if you're in yeah France. to get on <laughs> to get on to um well apparently back in england where this guy is from roots doesn't mean like to have sex so do they do they have the same store no 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 but what happened with him is he has a friend called anna roots uh, and so, and she, so would here, always... she would be ridiculed and shamed out of yes, school yes but there managed to make it to the age of 21 and come to australia <laughs> where she gave herself um, every time she would book a hostel room, she would have to give over her email address, which was quite obviously Anna Roots at Hotmail.com. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I didn't really get it until I considered it was probably like Anna Shags, which is hilarious. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> he had to translate from English to English to understand <laughs> the joke. <laughs> you also mentioned to me that you saw uh, <laughs> something on the TV show Room for Improvement that um, you were going to bring up where they described something as, as filth. As filth, yeah. yeah. I remember you saying that we were trying to come up with a new term, which apparently is now buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> buffalo <laughs> and yak, they're interchangeable <laughs> in all contexts, including coolness levels. Oh my God, we're going to be getting so many levels from the yak board, from the axis of evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jumping off that bandwagon. Yeah, buffalo of evil is not the same. <laughs> in some form it is. Um, what? Go on. <laughs> yeah, you were saying that someone, when you went to border town in Adelaide, Oh, it was around there where we went to um, some place in South Australia. It was a shop and my sister was trying on all these clothes. And, and getting uh, quite offended because the lady kept being like, that is total filth. Yeah. And we're like, thank you. <laughs> but apparently it's a thing because they said on the Australian um, house renovation show, Room for Improvement, that they decorated a house and it was now filth. <laughs> <laughs> so is that is that a South Australian show or something? I don't know. I'm not sure. But they described this room as filth and filthy. I've never and they were talking post-makeover. Yeah. <laughs> it, you would think that like... They are pre-makeover words when you draw up the table. <laughs> may- maybe. So you've got like maybe a Venn diagram of like post-makeover words and pre-makeover words. And there's yeah. probably like some in the middle like... Painted. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, pretty standard adjectives. Yeah, exactly. Or verbs. Would all be in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> but on either side, you would think filth would be in the left-hand column. So me, I'm glad that we established the good <laughs> the things. The Venn diagram. Off. Yeah. Now, um, what they need to do is have some kind of uh, nationwide room for improvement. Where they or just a referendum as to which side filth is going to be on. Is it good or is it bad? We want it in the constitution well, so could, no one screws up. They could have like a guy from Victoria go over to South Australia or wherever they use this phrase. <laughs> We're going to have like a diplomatic <laughs> no, no, mission. No. So Send her a cultural attache. They film, they film um, the Australian guy, uh, sorry, the Victorian guy films the intro and the South Australian guy films the outro. Oh. So he's like, this to- this house is total filth. We're going to fix it up. And at the end, they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah we made this house filth. <laughs> It could happen. It could, it could happen. happen. When when you're uh, going to catch the train mm. or tram or yeah. public transport of note. Really? So not the taxis? No, something something that's going to leave at a predetermined time. Okay. So basically those two. A booked taxi? <laughs> if, if there's other people getting into the taxi <laughs> and it's going to leave without you, this is where I'm going at. So planes, trams, trains, buses. But not, not so much tra- planes. I'm thinking, yeah, buses as well. Buses, trams. Cross-country camel? Do they leave on their own? Hayride? Yes, hayrides are <laughs> strictly scheduled and they're, not gonna, they're definitely going to leave not without gonna you. Not going to wait for you. Yep. That hay's going to be where it's going to be. What, what's your policy on uh, walking I'm a no-run. Run? I had this conversation the other day with the same person that came up with the Anna Root story. Oh, uh, okay. I right. ran for a tram for him and you I was like, I feel so dirty. This is not my policy. Well, see, the thing is with... Um, trains around here they seem to go like pretty infrequently yeah so if you don't run to make it then you've got no, a long way to head like you. a prize winning stallion in the starting gates you yeah. just you just uh sit back and hope that you uh walk to it on time no i don't even i'm if it's going i'm like fine i'll catch the next one but sometimes nothing is worth running just ben. because you're against running or because you don't want to be the guy who like runs and just misses it that's exactly what he was saying 
how awkward is it when you run and you just miss it and you have to pretend you're just going for a leisurely jog yeah, in that, your that's, work clothes? That's the thing. Everyone, like, like, I always jog in my full suit and briefcase. <laughs> everyone on the train is always watching this one person. They're like, oh, they're not going to make it. And then the doors, <laughs> the doors close. And then even if they always on. like punch the door and <laughs> like angrily strut away. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, it's always entertaining to watch but on the train, you but on, you don't want to be hero. that guy running. I oh, know. I saw <laughs> one time I saw at um, uh, one of the main train stations around here, there was like a high school, on oh, no, a junior school um, excursion. Yeah. And there was a group of girls uh, who got on the train and there was a group of girls who didn't make the train. Oh. And one of their teachers... Um, was with the girls who didn't make it, but the train started pulling away, and there was no teachers with the ones who got on. Oh my god! And so this Ben, t- this is like <laughs> a Wild West story. Yeah, quite. And so there's like two teachers with the group who uh, didn't quite make it, and so one of them, the guy, he like starts sprinting after the train. As and it's one of the children was away. tied to the track. The doors are like still staying a bit open because all these kids were holding it open for the teachers. Mm. And so they haven't closed properly, but um, the the teacher sees it and starts like running after and it's like almost left. Was it like slow motion? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I was watching from like the top of the escalator so I could see like the whole thing unfold. <laughs> and the guy like chases after it, leaves like one group of kids with this other teacher, jumps like through the gap as the doors oh are like perfectly God. closing and his bag is kind of getting he caught. He's the Indiana Jones of teaching. Totally. He like pulls his bag in just as it oh like closes gosh. and it was totally like Indy grabbing the cap. Oh my gosh, it is. He's the Indiana yeah. Jones of students. And like all these kids are like holding the doors open while they're like running. Did they clap? Stuff. Well, that, I couldn't see because the train doors uh. are closed and everyone had kind of like pulled away, but they couldn't get off because it was like moving too quick. As but if he wouldn't be the raddest teacher ever. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. I was well impressed. So like that guy got cred. Employee of the month, Mr. Stevens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you don't want to be the guy that just misses it. But if you're the guy who. Um, like the train sits there for a while and you're like, oh, I could run, but I'm not going to. And you just leisurely strut onto the train as it perfectly closes. I know, closes, I love that feeling. That's like, some good credit Yeah, that's well. right. The train waits for me. Yeah. I run for no train. But <laughs> the downside to that is that you could be late. Yeah, that's true. But it's you're, a, of, you're a, no, a no rudder? I'm a no run. Time waits for no man. I run for no train. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not going to wait for me, I'm not going to run for it. Fair enough. Only once in my life because he was... This person had to run for it, and I was like, oh. "You were." I, I got peer pressured into, peer pressure. into running. <laughs> don't 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 succumb to it, Vicky. I know. I was like, "Don't do it, don't do it," but I did, and we made it. You should have staged an Indiana Jones style thing where you're like holding. Well, we made it. We made it with quite a large amount of time left over. See, so. that's also annoying. It's like when you run for it, and then you're like sitting there for like another minute, and you're like, "Oh, oh what didn't a, really need to bother." Yeah. No, it wasn't quite that much, but it was enough that we like. I would have had to slow significantly down to leap heroically on. <laughs> Fair enough. But it was a bonding experience. He was like, we're going to make it. And I was like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care, actually. And you got there on timely fashion. Yeah, well, for me, it didn't, like, this is the same with any situation. You know how you feel pressure to follow the needs of the person who, like, has the most pressure on them? Like, mm. he was going to work and I was just going home. So there was absolutely no reason for me to run for the tram. So why were you catching it with him? Um, oh, I'd stayed at his house. I'm friends with his housemate. But were you both going to the same place? Like you're catching it to... To the city, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I felt like the pressure to run, even though for me, like the stakes were so low, <laughs> I would just get home like 
you know, five minutes later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sex to be him. <laughs> should, should we uh, play some celebrity heads? I think we should. Celebrity heads. Heads, 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 heads. Yeah. Can't stop now. You'll never guess any of us. We're setting the tone with a bit of drone. Oh, did you write that earlier? No, I didn't. It just came to me. <laughs> All right. Who should go first? You can go first. So, for those who uh, haven't been listening, we're playing a game of Celebrity Heads over uh, several weeks. <laughs> this is... Uh, How many? Nobody knows. Yeah. Probably a lot for Ben. So far, I know that my guy that Vicky has chosen for me is not Macaulay Culkin. It's not a human. It's pretty obscure and uh, it's not in movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> uh, Yours is really all right. obscure. Is it's it? probably more obscure than Jub Jub. God damn it. Jub Jub is the iguana from The Simpsons, for those who weren't listening last week. Is my celebrity in TV? No. No? No. What is this person or <laughs> thing famous for then? All right. <laughs> Another no to Ben. Um, okay, I've got to think of one. Has my person ever had to wear armour for one of their roles? Like a suit of armour? That kind of thing? Yes. What did you think I meant? Armour all, the car cleaner. <laughs> uh, Under Armour for NFL players. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with no on this one. Oh, my God. Shock results. Yeah. Why? How many movies about suits of armour are you <laughs> watching? Not about them. I'm not what, watching featuring like suits of armour? The sc- <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> was often her favourite plot line. Judging just from... Uh, the uh, judging from a quick look at the internet movie database, it does not look no. like. Okay, well, another short round of celebrity, celebrity heads. heads. I'm your biggest fan. I'll follow you until you guess me. Celebrity, celebrity heads. Is over. Speaking of us making up theme songs, <laughs> yeah. listeners were sad to miss out last night on our new game show, How Big Is Your Head? <laughs> your head, your head, your head. I think that's got a pretty similar intro to Celebrity Heads. <laughs> Where basically we measured the head sizes of people at the table. <laughs> and in the most accurate way possible. Yeah, the iPhone to ascertain whether or not they were bigger than the margarita we'd ordered. Not just the iPhone though. Oh, the iPhone and a piece of napkin. <laughs> Combined with uh, also my necklace. <laughs> it was quite scientific. So Jamie and Adam were standing by. <laughs> so Vicky uh, turns to me during our uh, Mexican dinner, which I did not steal her meal <laughs> no, for No, this time I finally got my own meal. And uh, she's like, Ben, Ben, how do you measure someone's head? <laughs> I'm like, well, obviously, Vicky... I'll download the iPhone. No, I think I said, Ben, do you have a ruler on your iPhone? No, no, you, you just asked me. Do you have me, a ruler on you? Do you have a ruler? That was right. <laughs> I'm like... Uh, yeah, that's right. I turned to Ben and go, Ben, Ben, do you have a ruler? <laughs> and unfortunately, I do not carry a ruler with me everywhere. Hard to carry. Mm. <laughs> and a fold-up ruler is not really that useful. 
Exactly. So we needed basically like the easiest way it seems to measure someone's head is with a ruler, um, but like one of those tape rulers that yeah. you can, you know, it goes around corners. <laughs> yes, exactly. So to remedy this, we downloaded the ruler iPhone app. Ben refused to get ruler plus for a dollar fifty. The bastard. <laughs> no, it was a dollar nineteen. Oh. But I, I don't Wouldn't know, even like, have to break a coin. I'm just trying to work out what ruler plus consists of because I got a ruler. <laughs> like it was like this one rules better. This one rules in 3D. <laughs> Maybe this ruler is slightly inaccurate. Yeah, that well that could be true because I don't think uh, results were uh, no. As accurate apparently, as we I had reflect. all smaller than average heads, which and didn't seem true. My head seemed to be uh, only one centimeter larger than a girl with a seemingly small, small head. heads. Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we ripped off a piece of napkin, like a strip. Because Ben has been in the past referred to as Big Ben. <laughs> has that referred the to famously napkin? large Ben? Cl- <laughs> Sorry. Has that referred to the napkin? Oh, it doesn't. I was just making fun of your head. Oh, okay. <laughs> that it's the size of a famous clock in London. And um, so we ripped a strip of that, measured it with the ruler app, which basically the way we had to measure it because the iPhone is only like seven and a half <laughs> centimeters. <laughs> is uh, use multiple, um, like, rules of the iPhone. Let's, like, <laughs> mo- re- measure seven and a half centimeters at a time. One iPhone to rule them all. Exactly. Is that what you're trying to say? That's the tagline for my Lord of the Rings spinoff. <laughs> then measure the head with how much napkin it would take and then measure said napkin. Yep. But I just got the theme song stuck in my head. Sing it again. <laughs> How big is your head? Your head, your head, your <laughs> head. If you want more where that came from, just Google how deep is your laugh. <laughs> oh, feel free to play at home. <laughs> yeah, measure around the family dinner table. Yeah, we should make a, um, a board game out of it. for the entire family, like, except for the headless horseman. Like hungry, hungry hippos, except <laughs> more napkins and iPhones. <laughs> heady, heady measure. The point of uh, entry is quite high, in fact, for this game. What? If you need an iPhone to play. Oh, I was confused. I was like, not really. It requires two people that have heads. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's your first problem. Rules out Marie Antoinette and that's about it. (laughs) Well, nowadays she could have played for, you know. Several years. She just didn't try. I guess maybe the iPhone thing. Speaking of our listeners trying things, I think our listeners have given us a lot over the years, Ben. Um, I'm not thinking of anything. Actually, they've given us fairly little. (laughs) But I thought it was time for us to give back what they've given to us. Go on. Basically, you thought it would be a good idea for us to write haikus for each other. Well, we were thinking that our uh, people type weird shit into Google was... uh, It was good and all, but... It could be improved mm. through uh, some the kind of... The art of zen. Exactly. <clears throat> so this is a new segment entitled The Art of Zen and people type weird shit into Google. <laughs> uh, succinct. <laughs> Not very zen, is it? So um, So we've basically written haiku-esque because we couldn't quite make the um, phrases typed into Google fit into haikus. So they're free <laughs> Yeah, guys, come on. Search, <laughs> search five, hi- in haiku. Five, please. Somehow come to our site and then we'll have an easier segment. You're not even trying. Um, so let's set the tone. All right, Vicky, would you like to read your first people type widget into Google poem? And the future had a very promising career, became inappropriate Facebook statuses, Marcus Mumford whistling, and Endler Cabropel nude. 
sexy. <laughs> I was thinking more disappointing. Had such a promising career and look what happened. You have to talk like this, Vicky. Oh, I'm sorry. This is what the zen part of the show. <laughs> Just my hustle and bustle life. I'm not used to this. Here's, here's my poem, my first poem. Okay, Richard Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> Picks of my anus. <laughs> Ed Cavalry doesn't drink. Ew. A.K.A. Fish Stealer. <laughs> Do you have another poem for us? I do. Okay. Might actually make sense. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Bear Grylls. The best poison is a Lady Gaga trap. <laughs> <laughs> nice, it's nice. Bear Grylls spelled G-R-I-L-L-S. <laughs> and, a contraption, uh, not a man. The last one that we've got for you today. Win the breakup. <laughs> Swallows a whole episode. <laughs> it's weird. Lowris. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like uh, that the Zen version of people type weird <laughs> shit into Google. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. Major Vicky. <laughs> did the Lulrus remind you of Ranger Vicky? It did. I've just got to find my Ranger Vicky, and I don't want to move too suddenly and break your iPhone cable. Actually, that brings me to a point I'll make before Ranger Vicky. Did you break my iPhone cable? <laughs> no, shit, sorry. I'm just glad we got that out of the way first. <laughs> I meant microphone cable. Your segues scare me on the <laughs> Because I was saying earlier, we've had a lot of trouble with Ben's cable. So every time I move, um, basically it gets knocked out of a position in which it can record and um, we can't hear Ben. So what I was saying is... Tragic. <laughs> oh, I was fine to go on, but for some reason Ben was like, all stop the show. But basically, I was saying this is one of the situations where you only think to buy the thing in a situation where it's useful, but then for the rest of your life, never think about it. And I was saying the world's biggest culprit of that, bathroom products. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but more specifically, the shower. The sh anything that involved in the shower. Not so much soap. I seem to remember soap, but shampoo. It, I can go weeks like thinking, I need to get shampoo. I'll remember when I get out of the shower. I know I will. Yeah, that's true. And um, you can have like the empty bottle there. And you'll be like, oh, that's okay. It'll remind me. So when I get out, of the, <laughs> when I get out of the shower, I'll move it closer to a place that <laughs> will help me put it on the shopping list or whatever. And then as soon as you uh, finish thinking that sentence, you forget about it completely <laughs> yeah. until the next time you get in the shower. And you're like, oh crap, I have no shampoo. <laughs> and then also the empty bottle when you later go and check sometimes masquerades of shampoo because you've forgotten thinking, oh no, that bottle's actually empty. I yeah. better remember. And then you pick it up and it's suspiciously light. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I hear that. So uh, what is, um, are you trying to think of a, a solution to this problem? Like you want to be able to um, have like some kind of in-shower shopping list well, where you I can always remember? Like or? Me and my partner could both learn Morse code. Mm. They would stand outside the shower and just listen to me Morse code things and put them on the list. <laughs> so like it wouldn't necessarily just be shopping. Like we could just chat, but also useful to make sure that shampoo made it onto the list. Um, I'd be like, short, long, long, short. They'd be like, okay, two, soap. Two problems. And then I'd be like, long, long, short, short, lavender soap. Um, the first problem. I don't buy lavender soap. Is that the first problem? Because you would be correct, sir. <laughs> no. Why does it have to be Morse code? <laughs> like, could you not just say it to them if you're already chatting? No, I'm in the shower. Why are they so close? I have to knock on the wall and they're on the other side with a cup. Oh, okay. Second problem. You don't have a partner. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> you think it's always about the boyfriend with you, isn't it? We should hire some uh, 
Mexican immigrant to just stand by our uh, shower and... Uh, I would prefer someone that had English skills. We're talking in Morse code. Why does it matter? I'm pretty sure you Morse code in English. But they could just write it phonetically. Like, okay. Like, you know, th- dot, dot, dot. They just write S. You just have to teach them Morse code. It's not like you have to teach them Mexican Morse code. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not like Auslan or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, do you secretly think that we have the best sign language because it sounds like Aslan, the lion from The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe? It, I do now. <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, that's right. We speak Aslan with our hands. Except for in uh, New, Ze- the king of everyone. New Zealand where they speak Reapy Cheap. What? It's another Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe reference. Oh. <laughs> Try to keep up, Vicky. Where they speak fawn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't make a um, Mr. Tumnus joke <laughs> that you might have got. <laughs> <laughs> when they speak Tumnus-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> Why, what's yours? Okay, fine. I've put mine out there. Yes, it what's requires a boyfriend, but so do many things that I'd like to do. <laughs> 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 I um, meant couples cooking classes. And uh, tandem biking. Tandem biking. Tandem anything, really. Yeah. Tandem skydiving on your own. That's just not that much fun. I don't think that has to be a boyfriend, to be fair. You can hire people to do that. But I don't know that many tandem bikers for hire. <laughs> Again, the Mexican immigrant will solve all our problems. He really will. Um, or she. I don't discriminate. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> if you're a Mexican immigrant who knows Aslan. <laughs> if you're anyone that knows Aslan, that's amazing. <laughs> um, what's my solution? Maybe mm. we get some kind of... Um, permanent marker that can write on the shower wall yes but how creepy would that be for the next person that got in and particularly if it was like red and also shampoo. i was picturing red <laughs> but, so also, but also we'd have to uh write it backwards so you could still see it from the when you get out of the shower what if your house gets possessed someone might be like honey why do you want to buy red ro- ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone um just uh, every week I come home with a lot of red rum I'm like oh I meant shampoo <laughs> that's why you have to write it backwards that's right and not keep adding murder to your list <laughs> yeah. of things to get at the supermarket what is shampoo backwards oop max enough of this uh, shampoo I'm going to buy real poo <laughs> that's where they get you it's yeah. sham right in the sham, name sham I know <laughs> Ranger Vicky Take for real <laughs> Before it was a trick yeah. for all those people that just fast forward to Ranger Vicky and never get to sample the rest of the show. Now you know how good it is. Let's hear it. Okay. You know what? I think I prefer shampoo and champagne, actually. Than real pain? Yes. And real poo? <laughs> yes. I prefer those things. All right. Well, maybe my brand isn't as uh, popular, <laughs> but I'm just putting the option out there for people who want it. I'll Morse code it by accident, probably. That's if, the only problem. If I was giving you like... A sham TV or something, you'd be suspicious is all I'm saying. Sham TV sounds pretty interesting. We could start a new channel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's talk after the show. Um, okay. We usually do. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just do a regular sit and stare in silence <laughs> until one of us leaves. Let's contemplate art. <laughs> Silently. Yeah. Um, executioner shot by his animal victim. So yeah, I read this... Uh, headline when I was printing it up for you yeah. and I just read executioner <laughs> shot his animal victim <laughs> like, I'm like this Ranger Vicky is getting a bit dark very dark <laughs> I was gonna say we're going back to the Ranger Vicky's of old because they've gotten quite like humorous lately but this one's really dark oh okay <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, similar headline where the same sort of story happens. Dog shoots man, the buttocks. <laughs> I think there's a word missing there. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know. It's basically your, your standard dog bites man story. Hmm. A dog is a man's best friend, as the saying goes. Except when you give them AK-47. Yeah. Throughout the years, dogs have saved man's life as well as helped track killers. Are they just getting all their dog news from Lassie? Yeah, basically. Or from cliches. <laughs> what do we know about dogs? Well, very little, but I have heard they're man's best friend. And they always save people, never anything else. Never. Have saved man's life as well as helped track killers on the loose. On the lamb? Do you, you say, do you say saved man's life? Like man is the species or a man? <laughs> no, man's like man is a species. <laughs> okay. I don't think they've saved us all at once, to be fair. No, I was just wondering. They're not like there's a lot of, um, down in their dog lab solving climate change or something. Maybe there are. If, uh, well, they play poker. If the climate change gets solved by like a giant um, chew toy. Well, I'll be the first to <laughs> eat my words. Yeah, that can be a range of a key for a couple of years from now. Um, we have taught them tricks as well as disciplined them to help the blind. There's, there's a lot of preamble to I know, this story. A lot it, makes, of preamble. it makes me think that this isn't much uh, substance to no, this. No, there really isn't, actually. It's uh, beginning to sound a lot like my tennis uh, chick story. <laughs> They're basically just drawn out. Dogs have been good over the years, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we wonder how elite our animal friends are. Mm. Elite soldiers? Dun dun dun. In a case a couple of days ago, a man from Pensacola, ironically, there is an army base there, isn't there? Not that ironic at all, actually. It's just a fact. Florida, or flow rider, if you're in the rapping game, <laughs> took me a long time to realize that, was planning to shoot four puppies in a litter. The so <laughs> I love this bit. The so-called Jerry Allen Bradford... 27. Like, that's the name he gave us, but we don't know if it's real. Yeah, like, I've heard around town. <laughs> he's, he's got way too many first names to, for that to be a real name. <laughs> I know his real name's Dog Murderer McGee. Uh, I know, but no one would trust puppies to him. Mean parents, too. Mm. However, only shot three puppies. Oh, phew. I know, that's what I... Oh, thank God. And was aiming his pistol at the fourth when the pup beat him. Okay. At his own game. Uh. <laughs> Not as interesting. The pup, I love this as well. Like the pup might be up on charges. Mm. The pup allegedly wriggled free. We don't want the pup suing us. No. Triggered the gun with his paw and fired shooting Bradford in the wrist. Mm, shit. Another, another misuse of the word ironic, I think, here. Ironically, Bradford, who went for treatment, was arrested by his doctor and charged with animal cruelty. There's a few problems in that statement. A... Not that much irony in going to treatment to a doctor. Not so much. B, a doctor arresting you? <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. Did he say something ironic at the time? Like, this is a cardiac arrest? Oh, uh, 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 uh. how long have you seen on that one for? I know. <laughs> is that the whole story? No, oh, there, okay. there's one more line which also boggles the mind. Mm. I think we should name this pup MacGyver, just quietly. Okay. He wriggled free, triggered the gun with his paw and shot him just in the wrist. <laughs> like, he then hotwired the car what's this just? <laughs> using just a play paper clip. What's this just in the wrist? It sounds impressive to shoot someone, like, you know, for a dog to shoot someone in the wrist anyway. No, I'm saying, like, good aim. Like, he didn't kill him. Oh, okay. He was obviously a humane dog. Okay, gotcha. Or, you know, canine dog. Uh, <laughs> Whatever the equivalent would be. Hmm. This is what the, the weirdest story, at the, the weirdest line at the end of the story. We will definitely be seeing a smile on one pup's face. <laughs> 
<laughs> like really because the rest like, of his family just got shot to death he's very content that he got revenge or yeah something. his robo pup or he just heard the joke about the cardiac arrest <laughs> yeah and uh I don't know how much dogs are smiling anyway. Yeah, not much, especially after their whole family's been killed. I feel as if not much would be the answer. At this point, are you uh, considering that you should have got the uh, story about the guy with the mouse up his butt? <laughs> I thought that was horrendously dark as well. It's, a, it's just a... The world of animal news has taken a bad turn. Mm. Used to be all kittens saving problem children who then went on to be Barack Obama. <laughs> wow. I know. You haven't heard that one, have you? I should read it as a memoir. <laughs> or the kitten's The kitten's memoirs. memoirs. Well, not on the kitten anymore. That's what the memoirs are called, actually. No, it's just, I'm liking that you have the entire internet's worth of uh, animal stories at your disposal. And you're like, no, nah, this one will do. This will be good for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to bring you all down. Dead puppies, everyone. Hey, <laughs> hey. hi, dead jokes. I know. I just thought this this um, article was written so strangely that yeah. it had to be brought to light. That's how I chose my Craig segment as well. Well, let's get into it. All right. Craig, 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 Craig segment. To the redhead milf jogging in the park Sunday morning. Apologies. I wasn't jogging this Sunday. What do you mean? And you're not a milf, to my knowledge, either. Do you have some children that we should know about? No comment. <laughs> I take your suspicion as an acknowledgement of parenthood. Okay. I hope you realize that my parents... I bet you didn't think that you'd be saying that when you woke up this morning. I just assume that I'm always going to say something weird when I turn on these microphones. <laughs> I hope you realize that my perving was directed at you. <laughs> only you. What is there sometimes like perving that's general? Like well, I've got my pervy eyes on. <laughs> you, will, you will hear very shortly. I'm just perving at the scenery. And absolutely no part of it was meant for your younger daughter, in brackets, niece, question mark? Juvenile jogging companion, question mark? <laughs> Do you think he's there, crossed fingers? Yeah, exactly. Or maybe juvenile jogging companion, what about hired Mexican immigrant? Ah, Morse code aficionado. <laughs> As implied, I enjoy the perks of jogging at Autobahn, where I assume that's a jogging place, some kind of park, perhaps. I guess. And one of those is a bit of ogling on the sly. <laughs> it helps me forget that it's been too long since I was jogging regularly. And I usually wear sunglasses to keep my proclivities to myself. Mm. But today I whipped them off. Yes. Did he? You are stacked. I like my heads. <laughs> my sunglasses were missing. You see where oh. this is going. I thought he fogged them up and had to take them off. Anyway, I must congratulate you on getting your young companion to run completely concealed behind you. Only to emerge for what was, for me, the worst possible time. <gasps> Do you practice that? <clears throat> it must be the best ogle stopper in the business. <laughs> I swear, when she popped out from behind you, my libido panicked and imploded in for about a nanosecond. <laughs> and it took effort not to lose, not to lose cry a... And it took effort not to lose a cry of dirty pool... Which I don't understand. I don't get that. <laughs> no. It just Is that like everyone out? Uh, oh, yeah, maybe. Do you reckon? Like, just get out because the like, pool. It's a poop. Yeah. Just uh, like the pool clearer? for everyone to bail. But this is this is the line <laughs> that I uh, I chose the story for. Well played, MILF. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind myself saying that. Yeah. I just like it as um, 
I don't know if you've seen the Clerks animated TV show. I have. Where uh, Alec Baldwin played their arch nemesis, basically. <laughs> and every episode he would say, well, well played, played Clerks. Clerks. Well played. <laughs> I just like the picture him saying that. <laughs> well, well played. Milf. I have a thing for Alec Baldwin. I thought you were going to say for Milfs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hang on. Anyway. Anyway, I'm sorry if a young lady was hit by creep shrapnel. This isn't really my thing. I apologize if my perusing of your goods was offensive too. See you around. So I hoped to creep you out, but not somebody else who I don't think is hot. Hopefully just creeped out you. No, he was hoping <laughs> that he had sunglasses and he could get away with it. He didn't want his creep ray to hit the wrong person. Yeah, indeed. And <laughs> alas, his... Uh, I think this is a job for the creeper keeper. <laughs> Do you want to explain the creeper keeper? <laughs> um, Ben's mum bought home a flyer that basically advertised, I think is what, a garage sale? It looked like a, Or a street yeah. sale? And there was two weird things on there. One was like something house. What was it? Spirit house. Oh, spirit house. One was spirit house. And so we're like, what the hell is that? And then Natasha was like, what the hell is a creeper keeper? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, maybe it's someone that you think is kind of a creeper, but also a keeper. And then I was suggesting that maybe it's a place to store Oh, you're a creeper. <laughs> So this definitely sounds like the first application of our new yeah. <laughs> um, product. So, so if you've got a weirdo that uh, you want caged, maybe you go to this market. Consider the creeper keeper. Yes. <laughs> and uh, maybe this guy. Maybe you can... Uh, I also think it works the other way. You're like, yeah, he's kind of a creeper, but he's nice enough. Oh, but if you just want to keep him um, in your vicinity in case you want a creeper for whatever reason. Well, you know, like a keeper is someone who you're like, yeah, that's a keeper. I'd stick with him. But mm-hmm. he's also kind of a creeper. Ah, okay. Yeah, so you're not quite sure which way to go. For the indecisive among us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's why I went there first. Fair enough. Ben, I'm a busy girl. Tell me about it. <laughs> I feel like we're doing an infomercial right here. <laughs> we basically are for our new segment. Okay. I don't have time for things, a lot of things. So many things that you do. I could go on and on. Tell about me about them. time that you don't have. <laughs> oh, how do we get more time, Vicky? Well... We waste a lot of time doing things that we could be done a lot quicker. Like watching movies? No. <laughs> Why would you ruin it so early? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to play along. I mean, what kind of things? <laughs> you know, all sorts of things. Like watching movies? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so basically, I thought what we should do is, I don't have time to watch movies. I don't have it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get you to explain a contemporary movie to me and you've got 30 seconds to do it. Does it have to be contemporary? No. Okay. But that's what this one is. So basically, I'm going to review Paranormal Activity 2. And I'll get out my timer to do 30 seconds because I'll yell time's up. What if I don't get through in 30 seconds? I spent a lot of time writing you this You don't review. win the point. Okay. I lose a point. You lose a point. I'll still continue because I don't want to leave you all in suspense. I know. That would be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... Well, in 30 seconds, I'll just be leaving. I'm busy, I told you. There's already too much um, suspense from the Celebrity Head segment that we don't want to, you know, have our whole podcast a cliffhanger. Yeah, true. Well, uh, I'll just stop listening. I'll start doing something else because I'm busy. I might start, you know, crocheting a gift for my grandma's birthday yeah. so at if, the same time. If you haven't seen Paranormal Activity 2 and you don't want it spoiled for you, <laughs> then... Uh, Ears ahoy. Yeah, just, you know, fast forward a couple... Yeah. Or if you just miss Paranormal <laughs> too. Yeah, and you just want to, you know, 
just want to get the gist of it without having to sit through it yourself. This is basically water cooler talk in 30 seconds. Exactly. Did so you see Paranormal Activity 2? Yes. I did. And this is what I thought of it. And your 30 seconds begins now. It's a sequel to Paranormal Activity, but it's also a prequel. And so a family is chilling and then they get robbed. And then they put surveillance cameras so they can creepily watch themselves for kicks, but also film each other with an unusually good camcorder because mm. everyone loves home videos. Mm. And then at night, scary stuff happens, but it doesn't. And then there's a semi-loud bang or something, but it's not really that scary. And then lots of shots of nothing happening in the house. And the pool cleaner is out of the pool and then the dad throws it back in. And then nothing happens for a long time. And Katie and Micah from the first movie come over. And it turns out Katie is the sister of Christy, who's the wife. And then I spend a lot of time in the movie trying to work out if she's called Christy Time's or Kirstie. up. Oh, my God. I'm crocheting. <laughs> and then they had some weird shit to Dear happen Nana, when I was a kid. I love you. <laughs> and then the house burnt down and their mum was crazy or something. And then there's also something about making deals with demons by giving them a baby boy and a foreign maid is fired for burning incense. And then the next few nights, even less happens, but maybe there's the light flickers or something. At some point, a door creaks, but mostly there's just shot after shot of interior design and the occasional <laughs> sleeping baby and it's the only night vision. And then dad throws the pool cleaner in back in the pool for like the 50th time <laughs> and the family wonders how it keeps getting out. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> then they watch the surveillance camera footage and it turns out the pool cleaner magically creeps out of the pool on its own and everybody's Creepy freaked keeper. out except for the audience. And then a pot comes up... <laughs> A pot comes off the hook and then in the kitchen and scares Christy, but the doors and the windows were closed. How'd the pot move if there was no wind? It's probably just the wind, says the dad. And then Christy and husband feel like it's safe to leave the baby as long as the pool cleaner is locked outside and then the door is bad babysitter and gets locked outside by evil spirits or whatever. Then the dog barks at the evil spirits and their parents come home and get angry because their baby was left alone, but not their daughter is missing or the house is haunted. About an hour in, the festival scary thing happens and the kitchen explodes. Christy has lots of pots to clean up later, but it's probably still just the wind. At night, the dogs bark and some spirits take the baby and it floats around a crib and then the dog is attacked and taken to the vet but it doesn't quite die because it sucks when the animals get hurt and then the spirits drag Christy downstairs and into the basement as the guy said behind me in the cinema is like ooh bitches possessed <laughs> Christy s- sits creepily in a chair holding baby and the dad finally gets freaked out enough to do something he does some voodoo shit or cast a spell or whatever and then the maid gets with the help of the maid, possesses Christie's sister Katie by burning a photo. Fans are all like, hey, Katie finds that photo in the first movie and feels the period of people who didn't pick up on that. <laughs> then there's this weird fight in the basement and everything is green and dirt bounces up and down. Everything's fine for a bit, but then it's not. And then we see Katie and, Katie and Micah taking the, talking about their new video camera and everyone whispers to the person sitting next to them that this is how the first movie started. And then the other bitch gets possessed and comes back to kill her sister's man and steals the baby. She beats up her sister, takes the baby, looks all evil and then leaves. And then some ending text tells us the daughter was convenient way on a field trip and the filmmakers make $134 million dollars in fuck you money because everyone likes night vision and floating babies the end 232 we should have done two minutes i know <laughs> i did like the bit where everyone got freaked out except the audience <laughs> yeah that was a bit like the pool cleaner thing was a bit cheesy I'm like out of all the like weird creepy shit that they could a have pool done cleaner getting out of the pool yeah it's like oh that sometimes my just God. happens i used to get on the stairs really yeah and be like oh what are you doing but like still in the water yeah Oh, sometimes it would like, because it can climb up the wall, like the creepy crawly. Yeah. So it would like climb out and like sit on the wall and you're like, that's not your job. Maybe you've got a haunted that's pool. That's the air. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> if a bitch gets possessed, I'll be suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was like these two guys sitting and they were talking through like a lot of the movie and normally that's annoying, but like, it was just like the funniest line when <laughs> like shit's all suspenseful and they're like oh bitch is possessed <laughs> and the guy next to him's like bullshit <laughs> like he was like so into it but uh yeah it was pretty great so, so that was paranormal activity in two minutes paranormal activity two if you go into the first movie you'll still be lost yeah <laughs> tune in next week when i do sea biscuit in 30 seconds ew <laughs> <laughs> review sea biscuit in 30 seconds awesome 
Um, I've received some out of context messages this week. How about you? Always, Vicky. <laughs> Sending out an SMS. Sending out an SMS. Sending out an SMS. Message in a time warp. Yeah. I love how, like, I think our own intro is so funny that I'm singing the entire time trying not to bust out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a message in a time warp for us? Want to play beer roulette where six people, six beers, one with Roofie? Huh. <laughs> Who is uh, your nice friend sending you this one? <laughs> That's from uh, Satan, Lord of the Underworld. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get texts from time to time. They're always like, hey, we're going to Roofie Vicky, but don't tell her there's Roofies in all of them. <laughs> Joke's on everyone else. Roofies have the opposite effect on me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I become hyper alert. I got one. A little Asian girl dressed as a condom gave me a safe sex act. <laughs> a safe sex act? Yeah, that's what it says. What? That's, that's got to be the, the trials of autocorrect, surely. <laughs> giving someone a safe sex act sounds really painful. Especially if she was like dressed as a condom. I can't imagine that small. <laughs> like she's small and Asian, but even so. Even still, I feel like her entire body giving you a safe sex act is not safe. <laughs> but amusing. <laughs> or entertaining for I don't think it's as safe as it sounds. <laughs> it's really quite dangerous. I was, I was walking down the street the other day. Chilling, no. as you do. Relaxing and all cool and all shooting some people. Outside of the school. And I saw this girl with a camera. And I was like... That girl isn't like that attractive, but the addition of the camera makes her like. You would say sexy. Yeah, for whatever reason. You were attracted to a camera. Camera, g- camera girl. The camera made her hot. Oh my god, you were attracted to a camera. <laughs> Maybe that's. You're not what even it was. attracted to a girl. It was just a really sexy camera. Yeah. But I, I was just wondering, like, strange turn-ons. Is there anything that you like? If that person has this feature or possibly this accessory or this <laughs> fashion uh, taste or something that like, somehow can instantly make them more attractive to you. Yeah, a singular freckle under your eye. That's very specific. Yeah, it always turns me on. Wait a minute, I, I haven't like got it. that freckle. <laughs> Everyone's quickly Googling Ben's face to check <laughs> if that's true. Lucky for... The podcast cuts to Barry White. <laughs> Lucky for them, I photoshopped every single photo of me on the internet. <laughs> Put a freckle there. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Is, is, that, is that for reals? Yeah, for reals. It's really cute. Do you know someone with this? Yeah, several people. Oh, that's cool. I like it. See, that's, that's not as easy to get as a camera though. <laughs> no, it's kind of you're born with it or you aren't. Yeah, I think, I think the camera thing, like, I don't know, maybe it was like, oh, she's... She's got a talent or something. <laughs> Good. If she ever needs to enter Miss Australia, <laughs> yeah, she's got something already. I don't have to train her in dance or, or maybe fire like, twirling. That's the kind of job that you could take all around the world as a, you know, a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> How do we know she was even a photographer? I know, it, lo- it, looked like a gr- it, no, it looked like a good camera. It wasn't just like one of those, uh, you know, um, just standard digital cameras. It had like a good zoom and See, lens think, like, and shit. Five years ago, the male equivalent was I'm in a band. Yeah, the band thing's always a good But now one. every guy's in a band. It really doesn't work on me. Or just pretends they're in a band by doing some kind of Prince, uh, Fresh Prince intro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and drawing a freckle on. <laughs> this is awkward. Like, I'm in a band. Pointing out profusely throughout the podcast that I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. When I, uh, when I tell people I'm in a band, I just fail to mention that I'm, uh, it's a Guitar Hero video game Rocktopus band. Just quietly, your cat just winked at me as well. <laughs> and you she was in on it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, 
Maybe that's one of those obscure turn-ons. Yeah, winking animals. Winking cats. <laughs> I think that could be a new website. Winkingcat.com. Yeah. Why, why? You wouldn't want to misspell that, would you? <laughs> Make a typo. Why? Well, I, I can't. I don't even know where you're going. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, I worked it out. <laughs> also a good website. <laughs> <laughs> Not as popular. No, I'm trying to think. What sort of accessory do I like in a guy? I don't know. I seem to go for crazies. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so if you just uh, get out of an insane asylum, you're like, you're not that attractive, but you seem interesting with this <laughs> whole crazy shit going on. I'm not sure. Do you have any others other than camera? That was the one that stood out to me, and it seemed strange even though I acknowledged that it was kind of hot for whatever weird <laughs> reason. Um, See, I, whenever I meet a guy and I consider dating him, I always wonder if he would walk a puppy, like how he would look. And if things really? look awkward or bad, then I'm like, no, nah, this won't work. How's my puppy walking ability? <laughs> I'm sure it's good. Yeah, you have a dog. A but dog is a good accessory. I never, I never walk it, though. Mm, I kind of true. actively avoid walking it. But you know the kind of person that would, like, walk a dog and be all weird about it? And be like, ugh. So you think if, like, they can't handle a puppy, they can't handle, like, a relationship or yeah, something? Yeah, that's right. Okay, I can see that. Maybe it's, like, the ability nurture <laughs> keep something alive not even nurture but there's people that like walk dogs really weirdly and they're like keep this dog away from me what do you think about people who walk chickens <laughs> <laughs> they're in as well anyway pet is a good accessory for guys okay good to know i thought you might have some other examples well we were talking earlier about um what do we think of makeup on chicks oh yeah and, and you like slutty eye makeup yeah i mentioned um like i'm not like that fan of makeup because it kind of just makes people look fake but, <laughs> and by people, I mean chicks. I don't, <laughs> I don't really have a strong opinion on makeup from guys. Really? Well, I don't wear makeup myself, if that's what you're wondering. Oh, damn. Oh, you see all this face? It's fake. Oh, my God. No. I always thought you were a blow-up doll. No, that's my, uh, that's my stand-in when oh. I can't be bothered doing a, a committed show. Then why do I have to keep pressing your abdomen <laughs> to get jokes? <laughs> yeah, it's like a tickle me, Ben. <laughs> um... Yeah, but I was thinking like along the kinds of makeup where it's like extreme dark eyeliner and stuff that like almost to the point of gothic but not gothic. Mm. That yeah, slutty eye makeup is the way you put it. That sounds that up. That's why me you put it that way. Yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> and Natasha was like, "Well, I could do that," and you're like, "Nah, it's not the same." Yeah. I know you're not slutty. <laughs> exactly, because I think it comes with a connotation of like maybe she is an like attitude. That. Yeah. And so you see someone wearing it, and first of all, um, like I know Natasha's not like that, so it kind of just ruins the illusion or something. <laughs> so maybe if I had seen Natasha wearing that before, I got to know her then maybe it would work. But so basically what you're know. saying is your girlfriend's personality isn't right. <laughs> what do you mean isn't right? I'm saying she's not a slut. Isn't that a good thing? <laughs> How did I get caught in this web again? I know. How did I get in a trap by trying to say my girlfriend isn't a slut? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like, I'll put up a picture on the gallery of... Of what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of things that make me find guys attractive. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just now that I've now that I've said that I'm just wondering like, what's the fine line between slutty eye makeup and slut? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously behavior. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> but maybe maybe the once I know that they're slut, it's like the appeal is kind of gone. It's the mystery. Is she a slut? Yes, mystery <laughs> appeals to me. Ben, ben likes to solve riddles. <laughs> if if you've got a slut question mark T-shirt, <laughs> hot. <laughs> 
Ben loves the guess brand as well. <laughs> he just keeps guessing. And the Riddler from Batman strangely attractive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't find that many guys that attractive, really. Usually they trick me with their that personalities. That many guys? <laughs> Not all girls. Well, usually they trick me with their personalities to find them attractive. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think that is more, like, oh, more see, of a factor for chicks. I'm such a nice guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And they're like, aren't I hot too? And you're like, yeah, you are. And then later you're like, you tricked me. You've just got a really good personality. <laughs> but you said they are hot. Yeah, but they tricked me. No, but it should be the other way around that um, they're not that hot, but then their personality wins over. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But you seem, you seem depressed that he was hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He reels me in with his great personality. And they're like, aren't I hot? And you're like, yes, you are. Now I think you're hot, but I'll never know the truth. Because <laughs> I'm blinded by the fact that you're a really nice guy I'll have to contemplate that for like the few weeks between episodes <laughs> uh, Should we wrap it up with a little Twitter.com slash insane ramblings Yeah boy So this fellows who weren't listening last week Go back and listen to last week sorry. Yeah you bastards but, um, <laughs> Those who weren't listening last week What's your problem jerk <laughs> um, There's a We don't have a Twitter No but if you go to twitter.com slash insane ramblings, someone's tweeting. <laughs> and it's a guy that we don't know. Well, I assume it's a guy. But uh, he uh, he has one follower. <laughs> <laughs> and so this one follower is getting all this Some entertainment. Some amazing tweets. But, yeah, so I have no idea. Through the power of podcasting, we can spread this guy's word. And uh, you can feel free to follow this guy as well. But We're like the priests to his Jesus. We're St. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Spreading the word for his message. Fair enough. Well, and this is his message. Jesus says, <laughs> "What sort of uses would one have for a giant fiberglass goose?" <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't, I don't write this, but it seems like the kind of thing, thing that I we would, would be write. tweeting. Yeah. So here's a good stand-in for us, and uh, another one to send us off. Wondering why a school bus just went by the window. <laughs> I don't know if he's like on a second story house or <laughs> like maybe. In which case, maybe it was the magic school bus. Oh, there we go. Or maybe it was in some kind of Wizard of Oz type scenario and it was like a hurricane outside. Oh. Or if, if it's just like he lives on a regular street and a school bus drives past. Less. <laughs> yeah, not as much to wonder but about. Yeah. And um, <laughs> answer it's taking children to school. <laughs> the mystery of the solved. universe. <laughs> don't worry, Scooby Doo gang, you won't be needed here. <laughs> Um, and finally, we have an angsty teen blog quote to uh, finish off the day, courtesy of Tequila Dane on Twitter. Write that poem, squirt them guts. You're not alone. Yo, you're not nuts. Are you depressed? Suicidal? Lacking liquids that are vital. <laughs> so. And that just does, ends on so dot dot dot. When you're dehydrated, are you like... Oh, I know what I need to get through this horrible emotion. <laughs> Why was that? Poetry. Poetry. Oh, well, maybe tequila Dane does. Obviously. So uh, It's a problem. <laughs> Too much tequila, not enough water. Think about that for the next few weeks. I, I think will. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Can't see the why we'd need to elaborate on that. Indeed. And uh, so you can email us if you have any suggestions about what the hell he's talking about <laughs> at ben, in, ben at insaneramblings.net. Or you can get onto me, arf arf. I get it. <laughs> For all you other nationalities that speak English. Because it means sexy like. Oh, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got it. <laughs> Vicky at insaneramblings.net. 
I love emails. Send me an email. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you have to type using your little bird talons. Or unless uh, you're talking to spam people. We don't need your email. No, we've got plenty of those. Yeah. We're aware of spam. Thank you for those. Or podcast at insaneramblings.net to get either one of us, probably me. That's the Russian roulette of and the emailing game. And go to the site and uh, rate and review us on iTunes. And uh, feel free to subscribe so you'll get automatically every episode downloaded to your iTunes with very little effort. And you can friend us on Facebook. Yeah, so go to the facebook.com slash insane ramblings and click like. And then whenever a new episode is out, you'll automatically uh, get a message in your news feed. Or uh, you can occasionally hear our discussions about hilarity goings on. <laughs> you know, whatever the hell uh, we feel like posting at the time. Some behind the scenes photos, that kind of stuff. And uh, I think there's not much left to say, but... Away! See you, folks. Cock as far as the eye can see. It's in ramblings.